It's out of the box podcast. We lost a real one. Shout out to P&B Rock Shout out to all the family that's mourning right now And all his fans that are mourning at the moment right now I want you to understand that His music will always go on forever And I'm tired of this gun violence I'm tired of these people dying over nothing Of meaningless shit Understand that? At the end of the day I want you to understand From this death that's here right now Right? P&B Rock lived his fullest life He followed his dreams You only got one life You gotta do it Because you don't know If everything is gonna be promised for tomorrow So after that I just wanna let you know Welcome to Out of the Box Podcast So unfortunately We have to basically come on Some sorry News and sad news I'm not sorry sad news about what's Happening when it comes to like some of the artists that Are basically uh dying Such as P&B Rock You know if um you haven't Basically heard The news he basically died at a chicken And Roscoe Waffle house in California In LA South Central LA I believe You know and and, and it's Unfortunate because you know number one I always go to that place frequently, you know, not the one that he went to, but, you know, I always frequently go there. And I think that at the end of the day, it's like it's someone that wants to basically go to a a, a uh, land like I'm trying to think of the word. What's what's the word that I'm trying to think of when you basically go to like a landmark, Yeah, a landmark. Right. And then he just want to go with his girl, eat some chicken and waffles because, you know, what Roscoe's is good as shit. Right. Let me be real. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you know, um, I believe that someone posted something and people was like, hmm, we know that we can basically rob someone or to hurt or harm someone. It's unfortunate that these things happen. But what I want to do is try to tell other artists how to move. Because the thing is, is that mm-hmm. if you're an artist and you have money, and you speak about money. You speak about all the things that you do. Cars, girls you're messing with and everything Absolutely. like that. You have to basically be aware of where you're at. See, the thing is. Times. The same situation happened a year or two years ago. And I knew that same person too. And that person was named Pop Smoke. And, you know, he just showed off something for a couple of seconds. But they found the address and was like, oh, wow. Okay. We're going to rob him. Because y'all think that y'all see palm trees, y'all see all this nice summer all the time, mm-hmm. that L.A. niggas ain't, f- like, L.A. niggas are not fucking around. Just understand. Mm-hmm. When you go out there, even in Atlanta, uh, no matter. No, no matter where you go, go exactly. you can't sleep on where you at. Like, you just can't just go into places where you don't know, where you don't know anything about and think that you can live life how, like how you do in your neighborhood. And that, that's you know a what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, these people are different. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you don't know nothing about that. You have no mm-hmm. friends. You have no situation where you can be like, okay, I need to basically be loose. Because you can't be loose. You can't. You, you can. got to basically be on a swivel every time. Because everybody be like, you know what? You're not from around here. You don't know nothing about around here. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to get you. It's like Every time is a moment to get you slipping, yeah. It's like 
it, I don't know if if I hope that maybe that you all travel once upon a time, maybe go to Mexico or Tulum or any of those places, right? Mm-hmm. And when you notice when you go to different countries, they be like, you know, um, this is the price, right, of what it is, and you already know, damn, that price is extreme. As American prices more than American prices, but the only reason they know is American prices, they know because the thing is they study what America is charging you, right? And the reason why I bring that up is because. They're basically using your not knowing of this area to their advantage. And it's the same thing that goes in America. So if I go to L.A., I don't know the gang culture. I don't know about the culture that's there. I don't know what neighborhoods to go to, what Mm -hmm. basically to do. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when they see someone that's like a person that's an outsider, they're like, okay, I can get this nigga. See, you have to watch out wherever you are. It can be even Wyoming, okay? Because I've been to the whitest, whitest place. Even there, you have to make sure your surroundings Absolutely. are good. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, they were like, you know, even though Wyoming has no fucking black people for real, for real, it was like only us. You know what I'm saying? When we get there, they like, mm, we don't know who this nigga yes. is. We got to go ahead. But look, bro, but not even that. Sometimes you got to be aware of your surroundings on, also in your own neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be going to a club that you've been going to for years, but a motherfucker know that you you popping or you got some things going for yourself and then you got something that they want, they might catch you slipping. Correct. Just in general. So I think it's very important for you to be aware of your surroundings and where you go, no matter where you are. Even if you're at home, but especially when you're not at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, because... I will guess something when it comes to that, Shakita, is like, uh, I, I agree with you, right? You definitely got to make some, um, to understand your surroundings at home. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you from home, so you already know where to go. It's like, it's like, all right, yeah. let's say, for instance, Shakita's from Martinsville, right? I'm from Stafford. Yeah. We know, let's say, what neighborhoods not to go to, right? Yes, that part, yes, is is true. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So we know not to go into that place, mm-hmm. not to do this. Now, I'm not acting like Stafford's hard. Stafford is definitely not hard. I'm sorry. I love Stafford, though. But the thing is, is that mm-hmm. you can go into one place and fuck your whole life up. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, you know, from because you're around here, I'm not going to basically go here. I'm not going to be here. See, when you go to another place, you don't know that you shouldn't be there. Right. The place can look amazingly nice and beautiful. You're like, God, it's so nice, Palm tree. Yeah, but in reality, you probably in a crip neighborhood or a blood neighborhood. You don't mm-hmm. even know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just basically mentioning L.A. And same thing when it comes to Atlanta. Atlanta, you're like, mm, damn. You know what I'm saying? The food is amazing here. Blah, blah, blah. But you don't know what's going on in that neighborhood. They be like, where the fuck you is from, cuz? You feel what I'm saying? I had that happen to me in Nevada. You know what I'm saying? Someone was like, what's set you claim, cuz? I was like, I actually no, no, it wasn't Nevada. It was. Uh, Texas. Shakita was actually with me. She witnessed it. Because I had all red on. I had red on. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. And all you hear was, Sue, woo! And I was like, I, nigga, I, I, you know, Shakita, look, I, I died behind a car. Like, I'm not that. I just love red. <laughs> he ain't really do that now. Yeah. <laughs> But nah, for real, for dude, dude did say Sue Whoop and everything like mm-hmm. that. But the thing is, what I'm trying to basically mention is that, like, 
I was not aware of my surroundings. You know what I'm saying? I had these colors or whatever on and mm-hmm. didn't know that I could have been hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because people are like, okay, I can get this nigga right here. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm trying to check and see this nigga about it, about it. You know what I mean? Because people always want to do that in all kinds of places, like places, neighborhoods. Yeah. And no yes. matter what country or state you are, people always that. I don't know. It's like people and humans always want to test someone's either gangster or see if they can just go over you and see if they can basically take something from you. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to basically start this podcast off with sad news, but we, you know, we had to basically do that because, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to PNB rock, you know, the reason why it, 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 it touches home to us, because that was someone that, you know, that, you know, actually showed us love correct. You know, in the beginning, you know, so I definitely appreciate him because he didn't have to like show us love when we first met him. And we definitely appreciate that. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, I mean, like, it, it, it's, it's really crazy because it seemed like we've been losing a lot of people, even people that's like close to us in this mm-hmm. industry. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, two years ago, like I met Pop Smoke like uh, one time. Very cool guy. Amazing. Was doing his album release. He was so excited. Like, yeah, I got it. I'm making New York hot. That's what he was saying. I'm making New York hot. You know, I'm about to basically be like bring the, the New York era back. All right. That same week, he got killed in California. You know? Mm-hmm. But not only that, bro, but, like, the reason why I broke bring up, like, you got to be aware of your surroundings everywhere. You got to think about Dolph. Dolph was in his neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? You know, he liked go eating to the place he liked to go get his cookies at. He go in, get his cookies, and he in and out. But that's what I mean just in general. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, that, but that's another artist that we just lost, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that was what? Was that a year ago? Less than a year ago? Like four or five months point? ago. Yeah. Because I think he died in the summer, right? Honestly, I don't remember exactly when he died, but it, 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 it wasn't be... it wasn't too long ago. Yeah, it was definitely in the summer. I was there maybe um a, a two, three weeks before he died, right? Remember mm-hmm. Shakita? Yeah. So yeah, it was crazy. So we passed by the cookie store. But you know, it's crazy. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you're an artist and you're basically speaking braggadocious just make sure you are aware of your surroundings and make sure that you have the right people around you so that Mm -hmm. you can be safe and not to live another day you know what i'm saying because it's unfortunate that someone has to basically see a father a son die in that Mm -hmm. way and and it's crazy because now we have social media so now you get to see it right And, and, and the thing is it hurt it really hurts that you know you see someone basically trying to survive for his life. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, we don't want to always just be into this negative thing. But we had to basically mention that because that was something very important to us. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we have to basically speak upon things like that. And, mm-hmm. and the thing is, you know, we want his legacy to always live on. So we have to talk about things like that. Right. And the thing is, you know, I wanted to, like, um, change the topic. You know, because, like, there's, there's a couple of topics that we want to talk about. Like, we wasn't really going to talk about that. But due to the fact that him dying, we had to basically speak about it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, one of the main things that, I, you know, I wanted to bring up, you know, this is I thought that was something very important is when it comes to content that's basically going on. I don't know if 
if y'all are aware, Aries Spears and Tiffany Haddish in their video that basically mm-hmm. went out, right? That's basically causing them so much controversy, troubles, mm-hmm. and situations like that. But, you know, I was listening to what Charlemagne the God said. He said that at the end of the day, when should in the industry we should have a talk about the content that was posted a long time ago? Because it's unfair to me, my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm not you know, uh, advocating for that video and saying like, okay, that video was good or whatever. Right. I'm just saying about the content that was put back in the day. Like, let's look at like some of the stuff that Eddie Murphy said in his stand-up comedies, like delirious or, Mm -hmm. uh, raw stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, do we, do we basically cancel them for what they said back in the day? Yeah. Like, or the artists or music that we like, the, the, you know, the words that we say, like when right. it comes to women or to homosexuals, Absolutely. do we just cut that off and be like, okay, right. fuck their music, fuck whatever they do, they cancel? Yeah. What do we do? Yeah, I ain't going to hold you. Like, I'm just kind of like, to a certain extent, I'm kind of like over the cancel culture community. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we do some things and I feel like some of it, it's like sometimes you feel like it's for clout. It's starting to feel like it's at clout at this moment, you know, the cancel right. culture community. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, there's some things, it's just like when you realize, like, y'all taking it like way too far. Like, just, and it's like, for me, I feel like I don't like the fact that people can't put their self in somebody else's shoes. Like, we've all been young before. We've all said some shit that we shouldn't have said before. Shit. I know I probably said a whole lot of fuck shit that, you know, might, Fight me in the ass one day. Right. But I just would hope that people can see who the person I am today and see the person that I've grown into and realize some of the fuck shit that I might have actually said back then was because I was a child. Like, you know what I'm saying? Certain shit, I understand. But to a certain extent, we got to realize when are we going too far as people? You know what I mean? Like these trolls, these people out here that's doing all this stuff. Like, it's just like. Y'all doing too much, you know, at the end of the day. And it's like, sometimes I wish we could find the people that be out here that like, that that be fighting this shit. Like, for right. real, like, let's, how would you feel if somebody go out and find some shit that you did to somebody? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I feel like they wouldn't like it then. And it's just, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's it's a bunch of trolls sometimes. And, and I think that she, Shakita brought a great point because you got to understand, right? My younger self is different from my older self. We always evolve. We always basically change in certain things, our viewpoints, our thoughts, and everything mm-hmm. like that. You know, some of the things that we say are classic. So people are like, oh, this is so wrong. You know, another one that people will say that will just, to us, to me and Chiquita, mm-hmm. what we thought was classic and hilarious. You know, white chicks. Today, people are like, why are you dressing as white people? Should not do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's like you gotta understand the times of what we live in. You know what I'm saying? At that time, African Americans didn't have that much of a platform. You know what I'm saying? So now we see African Americans doing platform because, like, you gotta understand. Like back in the day, is that we had to take what we can get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because blacks wasn't really into movies like that. You know, it'd be like maybe one movie out the whole year. Okay, it's not like four or five movies out now, like how Bruh. it is now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, so it's like these things 
that we basically laughed at or we thought were funny. Mm-hmm. It was during the times. It's the same thing. It's like even people might hate me for this. Is it like even with racism? You know, like let's think about like people how they felt about certain cultures or certain people. Mm-hmm. You know, especially during nine eleven, right? Okay. Unfortunately, it sucked that people felt that way. But, you know, certain people felt that way due to the fact of the time. You know what I'm saying? So they said certain things. They said certain uh, things. If same thing when we go back to the 1950s or 60s when it comes to African Americans or white people. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things that people thought at the time. But it's like, even though it was hurtful, do we basically be like, okay, cancel everything that they have done? Because, like, I, I want you to let you know. Your favorite person that you look up to probably mm-hmm. will be canceled. You know, we can go to Denzel Washington, Leonardo DiCaprio. We can go to uh, politicians like Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. Obama. All these people have things that they have said that did not transcend very well to the future of where we're at right now. Absolutely. And all I want to let you know is that at the end of the day, it's like we must give people a chance to mm-hmm. express themselves at the moment and now. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we don't want to really keep a harp on this. One of the main things I want to also talk about, too, is this. And um, the reason why I think that it's a good topic because, you know, I remember one time I heard uh, Jay-Z said a verse about future mm. and his kid. And the the verse was more like, you know, I don't want to have my kid playing with another dad in the future. Like, it was something on those lines, right? But the reason why I bring it up, because at the end of the day, is like, uh, as you may know, Kanye West and Pete Davidson, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Pete Davidson's not with Kim K right now, right? But before he was, previously, you know, right. getting his kids tatted mm-hmm. on his chest, cheeks or whatever. I don't know what he did. <laughs> but, you know. I want to basically just go on like, when do you think Shakita is the right time to introduce your kids to the new person that you're talking to? I think the right time is when you know you guys have established that, you know, this is a thing. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, like this is like a really a thing and I can see myself being with you. You know what I'm saying? I think um, it's very important. Um, for your kids to have some type of involvement into the, you know, into the type of person that you decide to date, right. you know what I mean? Because that's going to play a major role, you know what I'm saying? But it's also, you got to be careful, too, at the same time, because you got to realize, like, people grow bonds, you know what I mean? And those, and when you're a kid, that's a hard conversation to have with a kid, like, um, you know, like I could put myself in a situation you already know. Right. Um, I have a boyfriend, he has a daughter, and that's not my child, but I look at her as being my daughter, you know what I'm saying? But when we first started dating, I did not meet her for a long time. You know, I, I would like, you know, even when we used to hang out, we would hang out weekends when she wasn't there, that type of thing. And then eventually it started getting to a place where we started, you know, realizing like, yeah, we got some feelings for each other. Like, you know what I mean? And we knew like, you know, that was going to be half the, that was going to be half that introduction needed to happen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I needed to be able to 
meet his daughter yeah. and you know what i mean and i did meet his daughter you know and over time that relationship grew and it grew and it grew and it grew and i think it also helped me and his relationship too because that made us grow even stronger as well so i think it's very important that you know that your kids have some type of involvement in the type of person that you have because a lot of times kids see shit before you know, you do, you know what I'm saying? That's what, you know, that's what they say. Like normally, normally when kids have like little bad feelings and stuff like that, normally about somebody, normally the kid is typically right. Not gonna lie to you. Um, but I think, uh, just to go back to what we were saying, that time to do it is when you guys have both established that this is, this is a thing. And you know, that it's possibly something that's going to, you know, impact your future. So you definitely need to do it at that time, you know, do it, do it like do it at a pace, but don't do it too late. You know what I mean? You got to do it in just the amount of time, the right amount of time. And I feel like you and your partner will know when that right Right. time is going to come. But that comes through communication. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But, like, I know, I feel like I know where you trying to go with everything, you know, with the Pete Davidson situation. And I don't know. I don't know the whereabouts in how things move. But, you know, I think when you're in a relationship and you're in Hollywood, I think things move a lot faster than they do for, like, people like you and I, <laughs> unfortunately. But... And I think life get a little hectic and people get too excited in Hollywood and they start doing some off the wall type of shit. Not everybody, but you know what I mean? Um, I think that's what just was happening with that. I I think number one thing to me, right, you know, uh, how I feel when it comes to, um, let's say, a girl that I date that has kids. I have no kids, by the way. So if y'all single out here, you know what I mean? Let me know. You know what I mean? No kids. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make a baby, put a baby in you. That's all right. Oh, my God. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is this, right? Is that the relationships that I basically do have or had with with other women is like, number one, I don't want to meet your kid first date. (sighs) that's, That's what it is. Because it's not that the fact that I don't want to basically bond with your kid. I want you to, I want to get to know you and also too, every kid is going to get attached, especially if they like you. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, mm-hmm. and I commend certain people that I, and I know a couple of people that basically, even after they break up with the girl, they still have that relationship with that son. Because the thing is, right. The, the reason why you make that connection with the kid and you just leave me gone yeah he don't have a father figure no more he don't have a mother figure or whatever yeah. you know what i'm saying or she or he you know exactly. what I'm exactly at the end of the day you gotta take that serious see for me if i love the girl right and then we're not working and i love the son or daughter i'm going to stay in that person's life you know what i'm saying absolutely because i want them to understand that they have someone that will basically believe in them absolutely and a lot of times that other parents don't understand that you know what i'm saying because it's like when it comes to, like, let's say from Shakita, her instance, you know what I'm saying? She loves that girl like it's her daughter. Like, you would mm-hmm. thought that it came out of her. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So it's because she knows that that person needs someone to look up to. You know, don't get me wrong. Has her mom and everything yeah. like that. But at the end of the day, at the same time, go ahead. Absolutely. Speaking on that, yeah. And I think that's another thing when you are in a relationship with somebody and you're dating somebody who has a kid and you don't don't have a kid or you're not that person's parent. I think it's like you have to meet that child and 
you have to also establish like who you are to that child. You know what I mean? There has to be boundaries in anything you do. Like you were saying, like she has like my boyfriend had a daughter, his daughter has a mom, you know what I mean? And what I do is I make sure that I make it clear that, you know, even though I treat her like I'm her mom, you know, as well, I treat her like my daughter. She knows that she has a mom. You get what I'm saying? I never try to step on anybody's toes. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to stay in my lane. She know who her mom is at a, at the end of the day. And I think that's very important, too. You know what I'm saying? So when you start getting these relationships with yeah. someone who has kids, you guys, you guys, has, guys have to create those boundaries to make sure that you guys can you know, let that child know what it is. And you don't try to come in and try to take somebody's place because I feel like that's where a lot of people go wrong at. They try to step in and they try to take each other's place and they start getting into these, these little baby mama, baby daddy situations that just really ain't even called for. You know what I'm saying? Don't be a snoot dog off a fucking baby boy. Right. Right. Yeah, and in the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just thought that was very important. I think that was something that's close to home that a lot of people basically force and things like that. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, these are some of the situations that we go with. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's what it is. Like, you know, one of the main things is Shakita, right? You mm-hmm. know, I want to basically change the subject again, right? Okay. Because we're on multiple tub- topics. <laughs> Why do women rappers don't get along like that ah i mean at the end of the day i feel like it's the industry you know what i'm saying like um there's always some type of comparison when it comes to other females we see it in our everyday lifestyle you know people are always comparing to just be them own selves you know what i mean at the end of the day, I think that's truly where it comes from you know what i mean it's like people always want to try to find a way to to like you know put women against each other you know, and I think that's really why it happens, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, with Nicki Minaj, right? You know, I, I you know, I, I won't let you know. I'm a Nicki Minaj friend. I am a barb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, she deserves it, though. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes I look at things and I'm like, damn. It's like you did a song with someone. It's like, think about it. Like, the thing that, that's really like shocking with Nicki Minaj is, right? She's done a song with all her ops. And then they become ops afterwards. I mean, like, wow. Like, song with Cardi B, op. Megan Thee Stallion, op. Uh, any other woman ever I can think of? Did you do song with Ma? I think so. Like, back op. in the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think they had something like before. Even like, did, early I, days. Even did a, a song with Little Kim, if I'm not mistaken. Op. And it's like, why do these people become ops? It's like, okay, all right, one person, yeah. Did she have a song with Looking? I think so, back in the day. Didn't I she? don't think they really Trina, had. Trina, yes, it was Trina. It was not Little Kim, it was Trina. Yeah, I don't think they really had, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, they was always beefing. They was always beefing. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I don't understand it because it's like, to me, you know, for real, for real, you know, some of these women rappers are better than men. You know what I'm saying? I think, like, you Facts. think about, like, like, she would hate me saying this, but Tink, she can rap. Her ass off. And she stops singing and rap, okay? Rap, all right? <laughs> like, say lyrics. Yeah. And then I feel like she can kill anything like that because yeah. I feel like 
And then also too we got Drizzy Okay Yeah Drizzy Can yeah. outbar a lot of motherfuckers Yeah right? crazy You know what I'm saying Cause it's like okay Alright We do have Rhapsody You know what I'm saying don't get me wrong. No, Rhapsody is fucking queen out this bitch. Don't nice. do that. I mean, she good. She's nice, she but that's because nice. she's she's more of a a artist. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I know that's kind of crazy. I'm not saying nobody is an artist, but it's like she's like a different type of rapper. Like she's an artist. You know what I mean? Like didn't Rhapsody? Didn't you meet Rhapsody? One yeah, day? I did. Rhapsody is crazy. I'm not saying it just because I met Rhapsody. <laughs> no, I really, I was. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. No, I'm really saying that because honestly, I'm a truly a, a Rhapsody fan. Like wow. at the end, at the end of the day, I'm really a truly a fan. I love everything that she has embodied in her music. Like she says things with so much meaning, and she does. She's not try, out here trying to be like everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, she reminds me of those rappers coming up back in the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like she don't get enough love for that. And it's like people always asking, like, yo, we need real rappers. Like, we have them out here. It's just like we're not showing those rappers enough love, to be quite honest with you, because they not out here, like, willing to show their ass or out here shaking, you know, shaking their ass and videos twerking and shit like that. So it's like... It's like we ask for like real rappers, but it's like when we do get those real rappers, uh, we don't show them love. Now, don't get me wrong. Nicki Minaj, she's a fucking real ass rapper. She's a truly an artist. You know, I love what she do, but it is other artists out here. That's what I'm saying. It's just like they just not getting the love that they deserve. And that's true. That's true. You know, I think that at the end of the day, right, is that like with my rappers, I need them to talk positive shit. Talk about spinning the block. I don't know. When they talk about spinning the block, it was crazy. But I don't know. Like, there's women rappers out here that are fire, man. There's this one girl named Killamot. I don't know the chef fucked her name up. Killamotti, whatever her name we is. We're going to make sure we put that in the description box so y'all can look at her. Yeah, she's really, really dope. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then, um, you know, we're going to have enough. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like. um, Oh, ain't it Kaya, baby? Uh shoot, Fifty be always showing her. Now I I heard her do some freestyles a few times. Now she crazy, Who's like she's sick with the shit. Like she's sick. Hold as, on, as long as it's oh, yeah. not. No, look, I tell you one artist that you know Shakita told me about, and I was like, mm, I don't know about this one. Who? Uh, what's the one? What's the one on BMF? It's a rapper on BMF. Yeah. She was a but it's rapper. just I I don't do that. That's my girl though. That's mm. my that's my girl though. She be like, I am going to the mall at Rip Dang. I'm about to dot dot dot. That's how she. Hey, talk. don't do my baby that's like that. Talk. Shout out to my girl Cash okay. Dog. I'm a, I'm I love team. Cash Dog. You just gotta be uh, like for you to like uh, Cash Dog. You just gotta have you got just gotta like have a certain vibe. You know what I'm saying to like Cash Dog. Cash Dog is not for everybody. Cash Dog. Is you know what I mean? She for the brats, like period. All right, like, what about, what are, like, let me ask you, what about city girls? What are they for? You know, city girls. I think they make shit fun. You know what I'm saying? You need people in the entertainment industry that can shake shit up and make people mm-hmm. have a good time. Like you know what I'm saying? And that's what they is. They're a good time. Act up. Da, 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 da. I don't know what the fuck they be saying though. For real, for real. But I tell you, you like that shit. You like that shit. When the beat plays on the club, I be like, okay, 
This is good. But I tell you, like, I like the baby's verse better on the act up joint. The baby killed that shit. You heard the baby um, freestyle in there? Um, nah. Yeah, I'll let you hear it after. But, you know, it's just, to me, there's so many women rappers, but I just feel like the ones that get the attention, they either got the bigger booties, they got the bigger titties, they have the certain kind of appeal that people like, mm, I like you how you look. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know, it's not like I'm selling shade right now, but uh, I want him to be successful. But, you know, I ain't feeling that song. When I drink, be like, you think I'm feeling you? You niggas a munch. I'm like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? I'm shocked I didn't stay in the Bronx. I don't understand. You like that song, Skeeter? <laughs> you think I'm feeling you? A you nigga's a me, munch. You put them. You you put me on to that shit. <laughs> first of all, don't ever in life say some shit like that. <laughs> I ain't know about it till you said yeah, something. First of all, that shit was all on Instagram, nigga. Stop lying, bro. Like, don't you know, do that shit. Go, hey, yo, don't hey, do hey, me. Hey, hey I tell you like this. Listen, go he shit, just ain't trying to, to get thrown under the bus go, right go now. Ahead. But this this go man ahead. right here was like. This girl going, she blowing up right now. Everybody looking at this girl yeah, right she now. Yeah, they is, they is, they, they is, though. Bro. Bro. Because what? You think you're feeling you? The niggas are much. I'll be like, oh, God, jam, okay. Wow. I ain't gonna lie, she bad, though. She is pretty, okay? But it's like, that's the thing, man. Like, sometimes I feel like I, I, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm an advocate of women rappers because it's like, Mm-hmm. The struggle You know the struggle is always beautiful You know you ever think about like how White people may feel when it comes to the civil rights era Like yeah I was part of that da, 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 Right Because in the, the day is like The struggle that they have to go through To basically get into the industry Is very like an amazing story I mean anybody mm-hmm. has a struggle and would you? That's the reason why you may like a 50 cent Or you might like a P. Diddy Because mm-hmm. you'd be like okay they work really hard You see the struggle No one in here I was so rich And I just did it Like you think about it, like No one really talks about damn Donald Trump mm-hmm. You are so amazing mm-hmm. How do you do that But everybody like oh, rich family You know greedy You know what I'm saying He probably did have some moves that he did Because he did help out the family a little bit a lot You know what I'm saying But people don't knock it down you know what I'm saying? Not being an advocate of Donald Trump. I'm just basing you as an example. Because it's like, we have these situations, but people don't understand that how women come into the industry is crazy. Because at the end of the day, when they come into this music industry, they either want to basically, a dude going to be like, okay, yo, you want this song? Let me fuck you. Let me do all these things. You know what I'm saying? Not understanding the talent. Mm-hmm. So women that do have that talent and do show it, you be like, damn. Like, you think about Nicki Minaj, right? And Tink as well. Nicki Minaj out-murdered everybody on Monster. She outbodied everybody. But you know why she outbodied everybody? Because at the end of the day is that everything was against her. When you have everything against you, you're going to be the best at it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially believe in your craft. Absolutely. And, and then we look at, like, Tink, right? People was pissed off at Tink for, well, certain bigger him like yeah. when she basically made a song with Rick Ross and Jay Z, she outrapped him. Jay Z, the nigga that y'all sing that had the highest <laughs> bars recently. And honestly, I tell you the truth, I'm gonna hot take that wasn't the hottest bar he ever wrote. Okay, hot. That's what you think. It wasn't. I I, I agree with you that I agree with you that. But 
That shit was hot though. It was Jay-Z. That shit was hot. hot though. I tell you, my hottest bar of Jay-Z, and then we were going on topic, uh, was the song on Meek Mill shit. Okay. When he was just talking about, you know, I'm worth a Billy. Niggas talk talking about I'm douche. I'm free. Like, he was basically bringing, he was rapping in a certain way to give you jewels. And you were like, damn, bro, this is about ownership. This is what I need to do at the end of the day. I want to speak like this. And y'all be like, okay, that's cool. I'm part, like, you know, mm-hmm. you mentioned Kanye West and Rihanna. Yeah, you're a part of them. Yeah. But it's like, it's not that that verse was lazy or stuck or whatever. It was a good verse. Right. But it's like, Jay-Z is Jay-Z. He has hella good verses. Hell yeah. And just to be like, okay, that's his best verse he ever did. Like, nigga, fuck out of it. You feel what I'm saying? It was crazy, though. I ain't gonna hold you. It's crazy. Like, but when you look at Jay-Z as an artist and you look, like you say, you look at all the shit that he didn't put out, like... It's almost impossible. Like it's it's like impossible for me to think of like you know my favorite bar by Jay Z because he has so many. Yeah, he definitely does. I mean, like I love when Jay Z talk talk about himself. That's my favorite thing uh-huh. when he does, and I feel like that's why that God did verse hit so hard is because he was talking about himself. You know what I'm saying? He just reminded people about who he is truly, and I feel like anytime. When Hove do that, it's always kind of like a moment. Very you know what I'm saying? Indeed. Very true indeed. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, like I said before at the beginning, you know, want to be rest in peace, PNB rock, you know, the situation. I think that we basically have to close out here. And what we're going to do is have Shakita, you know, let us know. Close it out. Out of the box podcast. Right. Already. We want to thank you guys for tuning in each and every Thursday. It's Out of the Box Podcast. Make sure you guys check out our previous episodes, previous interviews, all that good stuff. Make sure you guys do that. And just remember, if it's one thing that you take away from this today's episode, it's just remember every day is not promised, you know. If you every day on this world is an opportunity for you to wrap your arms around your loved ones and to show up and be your best self each and every day, follow your dreams, do whatever you got to do, because, again, we only got one life to live. And we want to thank you guys for tuning in with us. Definitely. And also like and subscribe. All right. We love y'all. At the end of the day, peace. Right now you already know I'm aware of Bible with some kids speaking.